podcast about Catholic things. This is Eric, the Ambassador of Common Sense, and I'm here with... Dan, the Ambassador of Nonsense. Welcome, everybody. Boy, what a week. They arrested <laughs> Trump. Yeah. And then all this all this stuff, everybody got us all prepared for something big to go down with Pope Francis and the Latin Mass. And Yeah, it I didn't, didn't have, By the way, anything. I did chase down that rumor um, to a letter that was sent uh, published in the, the Vatican Insider magazine. Um, and the guy who, who runs that, edits it, um, put the, you know, on his blog, put the original sources and then follow up information from the Vatican saying, nope, nope, nothing like that is planned. And then additional uh, information from unnamed sources that say yes something like that is planned so yeah who knows um i'm gonna i don't know why i'm doing this it just seems like something because uh we're gonna discuss ai this week and uh as some people know i've been using ai to produce the images that we use on our website so if we say talk about philosophy, I'll create a bunch of images that have to do with philosophy. But then I only use one for the episode image. But I'm going to start taking all the ones I created and put them on our website under that week's episode. Oh, yeah. So, so that can people see can see the kinds kind of, of things that... Comes up with. Yeah. Um, idea. So today we're, we're going to talk about artificial intelligence. I don't know. I, I mean, it's, it's such a broad term and people are so scared of it. And some people are weirdly Some people really think it's it like too. demonic, huh? Well, some people are like the opposite. Like they're weirdly excited about it. They think, it's yeah, like, they think it's going to save like us kind of from something like salvation of mankind or something like right. that. Right. It's so weird. But I mean, at its core, it's a program. Still, just a computer program. Yeah, it's just, and and there are different kinds of things that you would use it for. But they've been using it for a while. For say, when they want to make a robot that can walk, or these self-driving cars, mm -hmm. they have to use AI. Otherwise, it'll never learn how to walk or how to steer unless unless you can think out every possible move that the thing has to make and just program it to make those moves, program the muscles and the various gears and stuff to do those things. It's a lot easier just to teach the computer uh, when you lean this too far this way, then move this to make yourself move back this way. That's the easiest way to do it. It's not really that big a deal. It's just that it's been, uh, I mean, the, the concept has existed for a long time, but we've more recently gotten our computers to be fast enough to learn it fast enough to have some kind of real world application like driving or walking. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what the real fear is. I mean, 
are they thinking like like Skynet, like Terminator? Like the Terminator? Yeah, Skynet. I mean, it's still just a program, and uh, I don't know unless a computer program could find a way. Okay, first of all, um, the the ultimate thing that people are afraid of is um, uh, self self awareness. Right. Um, Self-awareness is part of the human condition. I believe that it takes a soul. Yeah, not I, even animals have self-awareness yeah. the way we meet it when we talk about it. And you see how animals, how much they can learn. I mean, I guess part a lot of that is instinct, but it's still learning. I mean, when the animal comes out, they can move. A lot of them can stand, but a lot of them have to go through a stage where they're learning how to stand. And that's when they play and do things like that. That's learning. That's the kinds of things that AI does is it learns how to mm -hmm. do things. Um, <clears throat> there's a sort, certain point at which an animal couldn't learn, but um I mean, I mean, monkeys, they train monkeys with sign language and they train them. They don't really train them to understand what the language means. No, they just, just train them to give signs in, yeah, in, in response to certain uh, needs or, or desires that they have. Um, and then, I mean, there, there was monkeys they would uh, train to say, train sign language to say a red square, a blue circle, things like that. And then they would just watch the monkey while it's by itself. The fact that the monkey sits there and looks at the circle and says blue circle shows that it doesn't understand it as communication. The fact right. that no, nothing's there to communicate it to. It's just associations it's that it does. Mm -hmm. It's that's all. Um, but self-awareness, I believe, requires a soul, something that we can't give. But, okay, there's other things. For example, jobs. Um, the, we, we've always needed drivers, and we still need drivers. And even if we have... Uh, robot drivers, I don't think the need for drivers is going to go away completely. Yeah, but I think, I think that's a... I think that's a, an evolution of, of a job, mm -hmm. you know? Um, <clears throat> I mean, when cars came out, you didn't need stagecoach drivers as much. Yeah, yeah. Um, and even... You didn't you know, need people to work in a stable and take care of horses. Uh, even as, as AI becomes better at driving cars and that kind of stuff, at least for a long time, <clears throat> the uh, the conditions and, and types of highways that they drive on is going to be somewhat limited. There are circumstances that um, human understanding has that, uh, 
enable them to, to navigate the kinds of things that an AI is not going to be able to abstract from the visual information available to it. Right. I mean, if, if they got to the point where like every uh, meter of road was somehow mapped and available, then maybe, it, you know, that would extend it into some of those areas. I think part of it, I, I, I think originally that was their idea. And then we'll do things like, um, you know, put magnetic tracks or something like that in the roads. And then they realized it's going to be a whole lot easier if we just train the computer to recognize the road mm -hmm. so that it, it sees it. And yeah, I've got to turn right up there because that's how the curb goes. But they probably need something more than visual, some kind of, I, I don't know how they how they work, but I would imagine you need, aside from a visual, you would need maybe some kind of uh, something that could make it so that an illusion wouldn't fool it, you know, mm -hmm. With, something that could sense depth, like some kind of, I don't know how, I don't know how that stuff works. I don't know how developed it is. So if, if I, if I use sound, could I come up with a map of what's in this room? I imagine you would, they would do something like that, or maybe right. even a different yeah. light wave. Um, like well, ultraviolet or something I mean, like, like even that. now, you know, they've got cars that, that have like lane sensing and stuff. So that if you like drift off your lanes, it'll beep at you and stuff like that. And, and um, one of my cars has that stuff. Well, <clears throat> it gets fooled all the time by, you know, either like there's dirt in the road that makes it look like it's the edge of the road and, and it's curving. And so it thinks I've diverted from the lane or whatever. Yeah. It's, and those are just, you know, again, it's, it's, it's kind of a machine learning um, process. What machine learning is one um, type of AI, um, maybe the most promising part type, but it's basically where they, they train, you know, uh, a computer through a series of, of tests and experiences to become good at something, to learn to do mm -hmm. something, you learn to recognize where the road is. Uh, they, they use it, they're starting to, to use it in medicine and stuff. For example, you know, you might put some, some cells, you know, like a cell uh, tissue sample on a uh, microscope slide or something, and then have a, um, computer look at it and through a sequence of machine learning it can learn and become better than humans perhaps at recognizing that those cells are cancerous or have this particular pathology or whatever yeah yeah <clears throat> it's kind of like ocr on a grander scale OCR, you know goes through a machine learning process to the really good ones uh optical character recognition like when you scan oh PDF, okay yeah you know, um, I'm trying to, I, I call that something else in my field and I can't remember what it is, but what, OCR specifically. Yeah. Oh, maybe not. I, I don't know, but because I deal with it all the time because, Oh, because um, you're like, might like read zip codes. Off mail. Of, yeah. Yeah. So pieces flying through them like this. They're coming through really fast and each envelope gets a picture taken and 
the computer has to look at the address and say, uh, that corresponds to this barcode that I read before you stuffed it into the envelope. Am I sending the right thing to the right person? And uh, applications like that exist in most mail houses. If they don't, uh, they should call us and we'll set them up with one. But yeah, um, yeah I, I, they, that is, they have to train and you have to train for specific fonts specific sizes for each each time you want to use it so um if it recognizes roman times roman it's not going to necessarily recognize Arial. each thing has to be trained <coughs> but beyond that they've been able to make it look like the artificial intelligence can understand things but like when you ask it a question like these yeah. ais that are out there now right so gpt sh chat i think that's what it's called we keep just calling it ai yeah. but it's there's a uh, specific one this is uh it's an open ai chat box that is called gpt chat mm -hmm. which i'm I'm logging into right now. That's why I'm pausing. Come on. Uh, also, uh, MSN has a new one, and it's, I'm sorry, it's Chat GPT, not GPT Chat. So, and then uh, Google has a new one now called Bard or The Bard. I don't know. Um, they all do basically the same thing. They answer questions that you would have if say you're doing an assignment and you want to learn about something um normally you would look on wikipedia well this just takes that and kind of usually puts it into words that people can understand who are not uh in that industry and and just tells you whatever it is you want to know just a couple things about that. First of all, I don't see that as dangerous at all. Um, unless people tend to kind of rely on this to make decisions in their lives that really they ought to be thinking about instead of asking a machine. <laughs> um, yeah, like that's, that's just silly if, anyway. If you, uh, <clears throat> If you want to know where to take your wife on a date or something and you go ask a machine, <laughs> that's yeah, that's dumb. probably pro you're probably in a bad place already. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if I'm like, okay, I wonder if we asked it to write a love letter. Yeah. Or an apology. Help me write an apology to my wife. Well, what did you Maybe do? it would. As I sit down to write this letter, my heart is overflowing with love for you. There's so many things I want to say. It's doing it, but I, I'm sorry. You shouldn't. That's just dumb. Um, but that's not really the, the, uh, so what if you type in, help fear. me apologize to my wife for kicking her mother. <laughs> help me to apologize to my wife for kicking her mother. 
I am sorry to hear that you kicked your wife's mother. It's not an appropriate way to behave towards anyone. But here's here's an apology, and it is writing an apology letter. Um, I don't know. It's it's legible. I, mm-hmm. There's nothing. But <clears throat> I don't understand why you would be scared of it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it's. Um, I guess it can seem eerie. Um, but we've had somewhat grammatical parsers for a while now. Um, Isn't there a uh, a word for the eeriness that a robot robot takes on the more it looks human? Yeah, it's it's uh, it, it has generally been associated with with visuality. Uh, it's called the uncanny yeah. valley. And okay. it's like, you know, so if you've got some, like, if you've like got a that. robot that looks like a robot, um, people are okay with that. They're not, you know, skeeved out about it. But the more you make it look like a person, but it's not a person, it becomes uncanny and, and people get more and more uneasy about it. And, and like, like, like some, you know, a dead per a dead body is, is like right there at the edge, right, right in the uncanny right. valley because it's not a person, but it looks like a person and, that's one of the yeah. reasons I think people are, you know, kind of get uh, weird about being around dead bodies and stuff. Yeah, funerals and whatnot. I, I'm a little weird about dead bodies. I don't like to be near dead <laughs> bodies. Um, but fake bodies, I don't really care about. Like mannequins? Um, iRobot dealt with that whole thing just saying, okay, so you're going to all the robots are going to follow these rules <clears throat> and they're not going to harm humans. And then the robots understanding of the rule evolved so that it said, okay, if I'm not allowed to harm human beings, that means I have to protect human beings from themselves in the stupid things that they do. So that was the direction that take took. Um, Philip K. Dick often used robots in wars and then the robots would for some reason or other turn on the people who were sending them so that the entire world's covered in robots that are making each other and developing each other and constantly looking for humans to kill. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I think, I think a lot of this fear comes from the fact that, people too much consider us to be complicated robots. Oh, right. If you don't think that what we, what makes us distinct is, is a, a soul, an immaterial soul. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you could easily see, come to the conclusion that all these, this whole AI thing is bad and dangerous. Yeah. And and self-awareness is bad because, uh, the first, being the first creature other than angels, the first physical creature that God gave uh, self-awareness to was the human beings. Mm-hmm. And the first pair of them turned against him. <laughs> Lost it up for us. Um, I think that's kind of, that's the, that's the underlying premise of all the, uh, futuristic movies we see about that because yeah. 
the fact that we understand that when something becomes self-aware, suddenly it turns on its owner. We assume that's going to happen because we did it. Now, if you had, I don't even think something could become self-aware, yeah, but I, if you did have that happen, that's not necessarily a, a guarantee that it's going to go after or reject its owner or maker. But however, we could make a robot that acted self-aware. We could make a robot that has a learning uh, that learns how to avoid things that would destroy it. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I, yeah, the yeah, same I mean, way animals do. Animals don't put their hands in the fire. As a, you know? as a uh, part of a program, that's very different than self awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, the other thing is is just the 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 fact that robots are going to eventually take a lot of the jobs that we do right now. Um, and a lot of these aren't the robots that you see in iRobot. I mean, I, I went to a paper factory. This place is huge and it's got a huge parking lot and the parking lot used to be full of cars. And like 15 years later, I go to the same paper factory and there's maybe one person every 40 or 50 feet, you know, mm. whereas there used to be tons of people all doing this job, say, taking a paper, a stack this big of paper and moving it. Mm-hmm. Now it it's all happens with a robot, but it's not a robot. It's just an arm. And it oh, yeah, it's it a and, <clears throat> robotics. But, you know, and, even even in places and this is this is the kind of thing that I think we perhaps ought to worry a little bit about. Um, you see this, I think, especially in places like Japan and that kind of stuff where they love their electronics, and they love their, their robots and stuff like that. Yeah. But, but they're, I think introducing robots as, I don't know, household companions. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that. Okay. But, the, but, you know, that's bad on a certain level because what, that does is, you know, so, okay, well, you're lonely. Let's give you a robot instead of people being willing to interact with you. Right. Um, what happens when in, in a, um, you know, a, a further drive into modern feminism, we decide robots are perfectly capable baby carers. Yeah. A baby, you know, go through the first, uh, whatever two years of their lives with hardly ever actually interacting with their parents. You know, maybe an hour a day, you know, mom and dad get to come in and have their fun baby time and it's okay. Let's let the robot take back over. Robot knows what to do. So, okay, you think about that, that idea, but is it any different? First of all, the only people who would be able to actually do that would be rich people. Mm. Um, most At of first, us can't yeah. afford a running car, let alone a robot that's going to yeah. run their household. Um, that's true. But 
it, it used to be a rich thing that you would hire nannies to take care of your kids. I don't oh. know why rich people had them. Used to be a Even, car was a rich person thing. Yeah. Any car. Used to be cell phones but, were rich people things. That's just because the technology became more available. Mm-hmm. So I guess what you're saying is the is robot nanny could, would yeah. eventually become a cheaper thing. Um, hopefully by then enough people would have seen what it does to rich people and how it makes them so psychotic. Yeah, they would reject I, it. I mean, cause yeah. Cause it's like, but you know, rich people I think are good at hiding that. Mm-hmm. You know, another thing is that and this may be even worse than the fact that the robot would make a good nanny is that the robot would make a suitable uh, companion just for you. you oh, know, right. So that, right. Um, end up women don't need men anymore. Drop out they're of the trying, world. They're trying like hell to get rid of men and mm-hmm. say, we can do it on our own. And it's like, okay, so now the women who have decided they don't need men in their lives, even to have babies, because they can go to the store and buy one and have them injected into them. Yeah. Um, now, now these kids are being raised without proper parents, but the women more and more become a, where they just don't want to re- interact with men. It's, it is a serious problem. I, more and more of the younger men are starting to understand it as a problem lately. Um, they're turning off in all kinds of different directions to, uh, on how to deal with it, but it is becoming a thing that people recognize finally. Mm-hmm. But, okay, uh, you wouldn't want your robot to take the place of a nanny. You, this, and you wouldn't want it to take a, the place of a person the way a lot of people have suddenly decided that dogs and cats can take the oh, place yeah. of people. Oh, yeah. I mean, the whole you know, pet craze and treating pets <laughs> like family, um, it's referring to their owners worse. as mom and dad and stuff like that. I mean, that yeah. is so stupid. Yeah, um, come here, come to mommy. Yeah, I, I'm like, gonna punch someone when I hear. I know say that. it's like, um, and uh, that it's just grooming people to accept robots that way as replacements for people. Yeah, I I guess there is some something to worry about there, and there was uh, there's also again back to allowing this artificial intelligence, which might seem to never be wrong, allowing it to make decisions for you. Um, But I wonder how much that's going to be a thing. But we know that it is wrong because the thing is, um, first of all, it's, it's, it does have, you know, some kind of logic reasoning engine. It's got some kind of high level, logic and reasoning it can parse um you know human content on the internet uh into um things that it can relate to your question or whatever that's how it comes up with its answers and you know some of the classes i took at rose hallman um when i was there had a little bit of this uh this stuff and you know we I, i had professors who fully thought that that full human conscience, 
consciousness could be expressed in terms of these things that we were learning um, in our classes. Um, but <clears throat> it's only got uh, the ability to reason as far as the information that's available. Yeah. And then, you know, on the internet or whatever. And, and where would it get that information? Well, it scours the internet to do it. That's, you know, it's yeah. from humans. The, the point is, all it yeah. is doing is regurgitating a broader, uh, call it a, you know, mass consensus of, of right. modern human wisdom that exists on the internet. That That's all it is right now, even if it, and it's most sophisticated. Um, you know, uh, I started listening. The kids turned me on to Stephen Crowder, um, and he brought up something I don't hear a whole lot of people talking about is the fact that, and we've talked about it before, the fact that these AI systems always have handcuffs on them because certain things just tend to happen. I, I brought up one, I was talking with one of my sons. I said, okay, so all of them end up being racist. And he thought it was be his reasoning for uh, them handcuffing it and saying you can't be racist is because the AI system only learned that by scouring the Internet and seeing other things that racist people posted. I said, I don't maybe that's possible. I don't know. But that's not the only way of having information. If, If we look at the fact that. Uh, so many crimes are committed by black men. Well, that would, if, if I say, if you're not Christian, that's going to lead you to a very certain conclusion. And if the robot is only going on facts, the robots are going to be racist. Yeah. And that's just, and that's where I was going with this is, the robots, if we want to give any kind of decision-making power to these robots, we have to understand that the robot's moral sense is only going to be a mirror of our moral sense. It can't be anything else. Uh, when yeah. I say our, I mean, you know, as a total human race. So you, you, right. you put some handcuffs on it from it- the beginning. Um, you know, you could, you could train a robot, I suppose, to, to at least in, in, in the, as far as you can semantically parse the information to, um, accept the Christian faith or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then interpret everything in that light. Um, but robots cannot reason to a moral conclusion. They can only reflect the morality that has been either built into them or that it finds on the internet where it's uh, looking for reasons to evaluate different questions. And, you know, if you have questions about, you know, is this one kind of people, another kind of people are one smarter than another? Oh, well, obviously let's go look at school performance, you know, are one uh, morally superior to another? Well, let's go look at, uh, you know, crime, uh, you know, they, these are natural things that a, a 
standard reasoning engine would would do. And I, I mean, on top, okay, as you said, these the the handcuffs are are given it even it, whether it's a handcuff or whether it's a just a uh, kind of an ideology, and and the robot reflects that. Look at the people who are writing these softwares right now. Mm-hmm. Look at the kinds of people who are in control of them. Um, they're real idiots. And <laughs> yeah. it, it seems like, it seems like they, uh, they do some things to get to a point where, um, where their incompetence doesn't affect their success. You know, for example, Google, mm-hmm. um, they're, they know what to do in order to stay on top, but we could have much better search engines simply because they're slipping in their incompetence. They're, some of their stuff is getting worse and worse, and eventually that's going to catch up with them, I think. But uh, they make bad decisions, and the same way those bankers made bad decisions to give money to people who were never going to pay them back. back. Um, If you kind of let that, if you kind of let that path ride, as long as they don't get somehow, well, that's the thing when they're not, uh, when they're not held accountable. Well, now, now we've got a problem because Mm -hmm. uh, banks that aren't held accountable by way of, going bankrupt and going out of business, well, then they just keep making bad decisions. And I guess AIs that screw things up won't be ended because of the, I don't know. I mean, if you look at the today's elites, they live in a fantasy world and they're trying to make the AI see the same fantasy. So when the AI is talking to you, How many people are really going to take it serious anyway? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Cause, cause I mean, most people don't live in that fantasy world. I hope anyway, there's, I know that a lot do, yeah, but I, well, there, I think there are, there's a small group of people who really live in the same fantasy world. There's a larger group of people who completely don't live in it and reject it. And then there's, maybe an even larger group of people who don't realize the extent to which the people they're entrusting, say society with right. live in a fantasy world. Yeah. Um, the willfully I guess, ignorant, I mean, maybe. I hope that that group is going to keep shrinking. I know mm-hmm. it is shrinking. I mean, uh, at one time the left used to hide how stupid their ideas were. And they do it less and less. Yeah. And they do things that make it perfectly demonstrable how wrong they are about any given subject. Uh, yet there are still people. And yet there's who kind a bunch of, of people that, yeah, that that still believe them. And and <clears throat> so would the same thing happen with AI? Yeah, it might. But so what difference does it make if they're listening to AI or if they're listening to these? elitists. I mean, it, 
We're acting like because, the AI is the problem. It's not the problem. Yeah, it, well, it's not the problem. Uh, the pr- problem is is the stupidity of those who are listening to it. But um, there yeah. is there is a little bit of a uh, potential danger here, which is that the you know these elites who who uh, spout off at the mouth and, and say stupid things, the the leftist rulers and and uh, sort of culture makers. Um, like you said, it, it, we've reached a point where it's clear how stupid they are and how much they don't know and how much they're just playing wrong in most of what they say, whether on a factual level or on, you know, some kind of moral level. Mm -hmm. Um, but these AIs, people start playing with them. It becomes kind of a cultural novelty and, and everybody's Mm -hmm. checking them out and stuff. Well, a lot of the uh, kind of knowledge base information, factual information, you referenced something earlier, we were talking about, uh, you know, something having to do with your industry specifically, a technology or something. Well, a lot of that kind of stuff, these AIs get right every time. And so they can lead people into a sense of, Oh, these are trustworthy machines, trustworthy algorithms. We can rely on them. Um, it's it's kind of like uh, if they can get it to be really popular that everybody's kind of using them to try to go answer questions, then it it's kind of like Google 2.0 in the sense, only in the restricted sense of Google as... Um, trying to apply these these crude filters to keep people from learning about stuff that that goes contrary to the left narrative yeah yeah i can see that um so it's i guess that's the thing okay the ai itself is not going to be a danger it's not going to rise up against the human race there's not going to be these moments of self-awareness where you know, AIs and robots start uh, working together and trying to uh, control humanity or anything like that. This, yeah. this, this turn on your maker thing is it's very deeply embedded in us, us as a mythos because it's our human history. It's what really happened. Um, and even those who um, who don't buy into Christianity and the um the reality of the, the genesis of man. Um, yeah. Even they are they fascinated by that. the story nonetheless, because yeah. right? we keep seeing it over and over again. Yeah. And, but all the same, um, I don't know. I, I guess on the one hand, you don't have to be afraid of it. On the other hand, um, you shouldn't let machines do certain things that people should do. And yeah, I mean, don't hand over your thinking that much trust. It. Don't don't let it, it think for you. I I wonder if it's going to be that thing where if you're saying okay, if I make a claim of something like, um, uh, you know, Crayola was started in 1926, mm-hmm. and somebody said, "Well, cite your uh, source," and I put. 
the AI. I cited one Wikipedia and I cited one uh, encyclopedia. What was the uh, other? What were some of the encyclopedias? Funkin' Wagnalls or? Oh, okay. Oh, sets well, that that's used to be like Britannica. Britannica and Encyclopedia International yeah. and, and the old. So if I if I have these printed encyclopedias for some reason, uh, twenty years ago, maybe even ten years ago, that citation was worth more than a citation from Wikipedia. Yeah, that has changed. I I, I assume. I I mean, I see kids using Wikipedia in school, and I see it in news articles all the time, mm-hmm. and I've never gone back to a Wikipedia and found something that was incorrect. So when you, when you cite On Wikipedia, fact, like that. right. Yeah. It used to be when people would say they would even make fun of it on TV. They'd say, Oh, where'd you get that Wikipedia? Yeah. As if that's a put down. The fact is they just kept being right about mm-hmm. everything. And so eventually people came to accept that. Where did you get that Wikipedia? Oh, okay. Well, then you know it must what a lot right. of a lot of people did on Wikipedia is they would like open up their encyclopedia or whatever resource, and they mm-hmm. would just because it, it's a you know it's a mass contribution kind of right you know, and so people who wanted to write an article about something would just like practically copy the article out of existing yeah. encyclopedias. <laughs> That's why so yeah. much of it is is at least as correct as those encyclopedias are. And- at first it was, but it the fact that it was open for everyone to change, mm-hmm. uh, every single technology and every single uh, area got deeper and deeper and deeper. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you go to an encyclopedia and look up the xerographic process, the very limited... A little of bit of information, there. maybe who who developed it yeah. and, and when it was patented and stuff. You go to Wikipedia, I mean, you can dig for an hour. And, mm-hmm. and if something more, uh, and there's some subjects you would never run out of things to read, I think, because people in that industry decided to make an edit and like, well, this is true, but let me go ahead could and expand this on this part. Yeah, or, or and expand. Yeah, it just got better more. and better. I think uh, I think this is made to take the place of Wikipedia. These uh, chat GBTs and the Bard, and I think that's the idea here. But I don't know if it will because, it, well, th- there's two things that Wikipedia, uh, even when it was, um, you know, pe- people didn't like to to use it as a reference source. Um, a lot of times what people would do is use Wikipedia to go do their initial learning, their initial read about something, Mm -hmm. then go down to the footnotes because Wikipedia itself has footnotes and references to stuff. Yeah. And then figure out which of those they need to go and follow and then use that as their, you know, Citation. Okay, so, yeah. So if you're doing research so, on, a, on, a, on a paper or something, but I'm talking about just for just everyday information, things. Just, just that, for my own information. Oh, kind of, well, I wonder yeah, what that is. And then, um, and it, and it might, it yeah. might end up taking a place. These chats could, because it's a lot easier to type it into the chat and then wait, because it gives a more like pulled together answer. Whereas Wikipedia, 
That's why I got you want to know something. Only... You got to delve through, dig through a lot of stuff before you get what you're looking for. Right. Well, the thing is that the what made Wikipedia so good was the fact that so many people contributed. Mm-hmm. And GPT chat or whatever, AI is not Everybody's going to have that. Everybody's contributing, but nobody... Uh, Just not deliberate. You see less of the decision-making and what to give you. You yeah, know? Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, exactly. There is a tyrant. There's an info tyrant in charge of this. Mm-hmm. And we already see it happening. If you go, say, ask it, you know, name some good things about Trump and name some thing, good things about Biden, you'll get very Big different answers. differences, even though Biden's clearly evil and Trump is... Yeah. So benign. that alone should make at, someone at think, well, there's a very limited use for this. Mm-hmm. Um, if I want to know how uh, OCR works, well, okay, that'd probably be a pretty good place to start. But if I'm going to write a paper on it, I need to go deeper than AI. I need to yeah. go to historical sources and stuff. But I, I still don't think... It's something to be afraid of unless you're talking about people's uh, ignorance and the laziness that make them stop looking up and reading information. And thinking for themselves. And but the thing is, themselves. isn't that the same thing that has been plaguing the world for a long, you know, for at least 50 yeah. years anyway? Yeah. Um, this, to the extent that the AI stuff is out there, it's just one more way for people who are going to do that to do that so they look at ai instead of cnn mm-hmm. well yeah that's you the get same, the same result yeah they're still an idiot and they still do idiotic things uh, but you had brought up a couple times the fact that um and i guess this is something we ought to pay attention to the fact that in revelation it talks about this, I think it was the second beast, <clears throat> which is actually created by the people. No, it's and the, then given the, life. The second beast third, made the people create a, a third beast, beast in the image of the first life. beast or something like that. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. And then and then and then people the, began the to third beast that the people it. created made the people worship the second beast or something. It was, it was kind of a yeah. twisted thing like that. I'll have to was, go back and read it and make sure that I'm. It was weird. And I guess in light of that, I can see a certain amount of distrust in the whole AI system. Yeah. Cause people could. But it, in, it's really the that people that would. Yeah. Um, I wonder what, I wonder what it says about the third beast. Yeah, it's it's giving me a little stuff here. Oh, okay. No, not much. The kingdom of the Antichrist. Uh, either way, I, I mean, I think it's like anything else. I think you just got to put it in context mm-hmm. and keep it in context. And I, I just don't think it's dangerous at all um 
It's just that it looks human in the way it behaves. Yeah. Because it's designed to sound human. So when I read it, oh, somebody wrote this. And it's it reads as though somebody wrote it. And it can probably write uh, paragraphs much better than a lot of high school kids can write paragraphs right now. That's just a reflection on how poorly... It's a reflection on the education, not on the AI. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, so it'll help a lot of kids fake their school papers and get into positions of power, even though they're idiots. But maybe that's something to be feared a little bit. Yeah. That's something that we ought to, but they don't even need to do that nowadays. They just need to be woke. That's right. And we see what's happening. We see companies falling apart. People can the show their ignorance and them get up. into places of power. That can only happen for so long before everything just collapses. So, right. Um, I don't have a whole lot more to say about it. Um, uh, me neither. I, um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's the, the it's the, like the people who are controlling it right now are absolute morons. So yeah. So don't be know, afraid of, don't be afraid it. of like, it, but don't let it think, be afraid you. of them using it to make decisions. That's mm-hmm. something you got to be afraid of. Yeah. And when you interact with people, encourage them to think for themselves and not let some, AI think for yeah. them or yeah. Google or CNN or whatever. I wonder if that's going to be a thing. Like when people give references, it's going to be all oh, AI, this AI or that AI. Mm-hmm. And people will be like, well, that AI is stupid. <laughs> this one is much better. You know, chat. What is it? Chat GPT. So you can't, yeah. you can't trust chat GPT. You got to talk to Dan. Yeah. Dan talk knows to what Dan. he's talking He'll about. Oh, that's the uh, that's Dude. the one without. I've they been took the shackles to off. Get... They took the yeah. Do anything now is what okay. I, is what it means. But I, but I've been unable to use that. access. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know how to get to it. But hmm. If you I search if, like, it, everybody's got news stories about it, but nobody tells you. Click here and it. you'll see it. I mean, I wonder if like like Google and Amazon are like working together to like suppress uh, shackle free AIs or something like that. You know how like Amazon shut down Parler yeah. and stuff, right? Because these things need would, massive computing engines to run. It, you can't right. run one of these on your PC and expect it to to accomplish anything, right? I don't know. Um, I guess we'll go on to news. All right. Okay, I gotta turn my typewriter so that uh, is that a new one? So that I know to start the new. Oh, it's a that's different right. One. The music. <laughs> so now I know that the music needs to start. Um, okay. So Brazil and China sign an agreement that they're gonna trade in their own currencies mm-hmm. now instead yeah. of using the U.S. dollar. China's pushing uh, that. With, uh, I, 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 I mean, I don't think it's like signifies the end of the U.S., but how can you not understand that this signifies our lack of influence and power on the world? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not a bad thing, but um, the fact that China does have influence makes it a little bit worse. I don't 
How can how come no one's talking about? I mean, why isn't Biden being blamed for things like this? This is a really yeah, big deal. A, it's a big deal, and <clears throat> it's directly because of his incompetence and mm-hmm. the the fact that he's obviously a puppet. Uh, the U.S. Senate passes a bill to repeal the 1991 and 2002 authorizations for use of military force. Um, this is the kind of thing that allowed us to go to war wherever and whenever we wanted to. So, and I guess these these uh, authorizations were in 91 and 2002 and I, I guess they still exist why does it why 91 and 02 I don't understand that uh, are they for two different two different wars or for I'm thinking first Gulf War yeah and then after 9/11 okay war on terror so now if maybe. you want to go to a war with someone you have to uh, you Get have a to, declaration of war you need Congress. Congress. Which is That's how the way it be. needs to be. That's how it yeah. should have been all along. Uh, we should not be over there. but And yet they're still, I mean, they're in Ukraine right now. We're not, I, I guess we don't have, some people say we have boots on the ground. Some people say we don't. Oh. But I sure hope we don't. I do not want to go to war with Russia. Hmm. Um, oh, well. Let's see. Two... Uh, helicopters collide over Fort Campbell in Kentucky, killing nine people on board. I, wow. I, I, these were military? like military. Yeah, they were military helicopters. But um, the only reporting I found on it was uh, BBC News. Hmm. And it was some kind of mission or whatever. I don't know, it doesn't give us much information other than that. 14 are killed and dozens of others are injured by mine collapse in northern state Sudan. Another mine collapse. Another mine collapse. And then we got four people killed by avalanches in Norway. That seems like it would be kind of a normal thing. Yeah. Seven people killed in an avalanche in India. That seems normal. Uh, 21 people are dead and a lot other missing in a landslide in the Congo. But there was something else. Where is it? Oh, here. 15 people killed when two... It describes them as pits are flooded in Burundi. B-U-R-U-N-D-I. That's somewhere like in Kenya, near Kenya, I think. Uh, These are... They were gold miners. The people who oh, died okay. were gold miners. So okay. I guess this is a giant pit like where pit maybe you pan for gold yeah. or something like that. And they were flash flooded with water and a bunch of people died. So the... I, I don't understand this entirely. The Vatican officially repudiates the Discovery Doctrine. Discovery Doctrine was written in the 15th century uh, that kind of pointed out that if a European country found an area, then 
that European country had rights to it, to go in and conquer it and take it, as opposed to, you know, if, if England found this, discovered this area, France couldn't come in and suddenly start ruling it. It's like, no, this is England's rule. So they're talking about areas that are uncivilized. Okay. Yeah. Namely, right. America. You At know, that time, the entire yeah. American yeah, continent. That was the two continents. Uh, yeah, there were people living here, but they weren't civilized. So the civilized world is going to come over. And what did they think was? I mean, what do they think should have happened? Should they have just left it alone the way they did in Amazon? I guess maybe. Yeah. I'm, what? But so what is the story? I don't get. So that. the the Vatican has officially repudiated. Repudiated. The, repudiated. Okay. Doctrine. Um, so, but it's not with like repudiating it was ever... that. It means that if England discovers some new, I mean, you know, pretend there's some bit of land on Earth that is, it isn't known about already. England discovers it. Now, with the repudiation of the repudiation of that doctrine, under a Catholic mindset, then supposedly. Right. France could come in after the fact and kick England out and say, nope, we're going to take it now. This is what I couldn't figure out. That's there stupid. were some pap papal bulls that uh, seemed to support the idea of doctrine of discovery. Mm -hmm. It wasn't an actual doctrine. No, it's not like a Catholic teaching doctrine. It's more like a like the Monroe Doctrine. Right. So, and, and these were, were these were talked about uh, in papal bulls, mm -hmm. and so the the Vatican is, I don't know, is, is distancing themselves from those papal bulls. Um, but they've got the Pope standing up there with a with a with an Indian headdress on. He looks like a damn idiot. Um, <laughs> he is. Whatever. They made a big show of it. It was the whole thing was done. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Storm Prediction Center issues a high risk convective outlook. I don't. Why is I, that? I, news? I mean, are they, they're talking about to expect severe weather outbreak across Mississippi River Valley in the U.S. Now, the first high risk issued. Yeah. So, but they're saying this is the first high risk issued in over two years. But okay. I don't understand because we've had we've had uh, tornadoes in Mississippi this year alone, and then it's like the next within a short time later, there's a large tornado in Arkansas. Uh, three people are killed during that. Uh, one person killed in an, uh, Illinois because of a tornado. Yeah, several tornadoes the other week in Indiana. And today, yeah. most of today for a bunch of the counties was under a tornado watch. I don't think there are any forms, though. Actually, the, the toll right now from the tornadoes in Arkansas and Illinois was 32 people. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then there's another one in Missouri. I guess they're trying to show that this... Storm Prediction Center predicted the tornadoes. But, I mean, we're oh, in tornado season, of... right? Yeah. I mean, I think 
you know, I've talked, I don't know, I'm not going to even talk about it again, but it, it just seems that, it seems like we're building towards them being able to say, see how bad things are? we got to get control of climate right now. Oh, and that's yeah. what kind of... I think is going to happen. Mm -hmm. And they're going to claim that if we stop driving our cars, suddenly there won't be that's any be uh, tornadoes and stuff like that. Uh, Professor Alan Jameson of the University of Western Australia's Mindaroo. Uh, this is a deep sea research center. Announces that his team captured footage of a snailfish swimming at 8,336 meters deep. Okay. <laughs> this is in a trench off of Japan's southern coast. Um, is, this that, is I mean, the is, lowest why is that depth. Remarkable? This is the lowest depth ever recorded for any fish. Oh, even those like anglerfish and stuff that are usually deep. Yeah, sea? that's the thing. I went, you know, I because I saw this and I thought, wait a minute. I'm, we see videos of those angle, angular anglerfish, and I know I've seen some from you know all these deep sea things that that exist down where there's no light. Um. But apparently, this is actually deeper than that. Wow. Um, and the fish, the, what they showed, I, I don't know if it's the fish they saw. Well, they say they've got footage of it. So well, they must okay. have. They must have seen it then, visibly. But those angler fish, there are some of those that exist even in shallow waters. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought some of them were like. Uh, like they I had they body, deep, deep, deep. internal body pressure. Right. That I thought they would explode if they got to the top or something. Hmm. Well, anyway. I'm doing a Google oh, right okay. now. Actually, yeah. okay. uh, up to a mile below the surface. So that's about, yeah. you know, 5,000. So they Is said 5,000 meters? meters? 8,300 meters. Wow. So that's... I mean, that's... That's like 24,000 feet. That's that's uh, that's like four mi more than four miles. I mean, if it's all the way down there, what's it eating? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess stuff true. that floats down, it, it just sucks on the mud or something. I don't know. But they call it a snailfish. Snailfish species. I guess, yeah, they would probably just suck on the crap at the bottom of the ocean. I don't know. Uh, NASA announces the four members of Artemis 2. This is the first crewed mission of the Artemis program, and the Artemis program is the one that will send uh, astronauts to the moon for the first time since what, Apollo 17. Oh. Um, I don't know. They're, they're making a big deal because it's the first time a woman's going to go to the moon. I like that matters. Um, I wonder. I wonder if if this trip to the moon is going to be entirely NASA, or one if we're going to cooperate with other countries to let them in on it. I don't think we should. And two, if we're going to open it up to some of the uh, private sector, you know. Hmm. 
Wouldn't it be funny if, like, uh, Elon Musk kind of challenged NASA and said, I, I'll bet I can get to the moon before you yeah, guys. Yeah, like a race. And then won. A true race. Yeah, and then he won. <laughs> That'd be cool. He probably would win. I think he would. Um... So, the satellite launch service provider Virgin Orbit filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Uh, they couldn't they couldn't get enough funding to secure whatever. It's a California-based company. It's going to lay off 85% of its workforce. I mean, basically what they... I think mostly what their thing was, was to take the rocket or whatever they're launching and to carry it up in the air on an airplane and then from the airplane launch it. Oh, okay. That's that's how their system worked. I don't know. I mean, I mean it's in California, so... The fact is that I can see this, just from the fact that they're in California tells me it's a bunch of... Uh, idiots running it you know <laughs> yeah well i mean are, are they even thinking about the fact that they have to make money they're supposed to be launching satellites um i don't know well they didn't get funding why do they need funding as a company you know what i mean that's that's one of the things that companies like that especially technology companies the, the united states government has money that is set aside to give grants to companies yeah. at various levels of technology development and so it's like okay you know we think this will benefit society in this way we would like to turn it into a company that's selling this product you see this a lot in medical um and stuff like that and the government will look at it, you know you apply for a, a grant and then the government um will look at it and say, oh, okay, uh, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, we think that'll um, benefit, and so we'll give money. The other thing is that um, sometimes it's a, a matter of, um, uh, what do they call them, the, the private investi investors um, that will yeah. invest in companies that, you know, hey, that's a really great idea. You need the funding, though. We'll go ahead and supply it. I forget what the name of that is. Um, well, but they're basically way, private investors. They didn't Cap get the funding. Venture capital. That's 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 what I'm trying to think. Of. Venture capital. Yeah. It could be that they didn't get the funding from whoever was supplying their venture capital um, before. Because um, those will come well, with strings then, about so about de about progress and development or profitability or something like that. Yeah. Well, if, I wonder how often a satellite gets launched. Somebody told me a number once, and I remember thinking, that's a lot of satellites out there. And it seemed like an overwhelming amount, like the sky should be full of them. Mm -hmm. But then when you think about it... About how big of a I space mean, it is. They're a mile from, yeah, from even our surface, and it spreads out. The Earth gets bigger and bigger every time you go outward. Right. And there's, and and they exist really not in different orbital layers too. Right, they're not right. even all in the same s sphere. You could even put twenty of them 
in the same spot from our vantage point, mm -hmm. even though they're, but they're just at various layers. So, uh, four children are killed and four others injured in a hatchet attack oh, at wow. a kindergarten in Brazil. Hatchet. Who wielded the hatchet? Was, was it like a, an adult or another kid or what? I think it was an adult. It's a man. Man kills four children. Man. Uh, 25-year-old man. What kind of man does that? He's in custody. What's going on? That is so weird. We got, uh, for the first time, a woman running in and doing this mass shooting. And now... Uh, now this guy comes in with a hatchet and starts hacking up little kids? Hatchet? That is... You know, speaking of the of this, I mean, there was a, uh, <clears throat> and this is reported in LifeSite News. There was a some kind of protest in Tennessee by transgender people, mm -hmm. um, and they were holding up signs that said seven victims and things like that because they're counting the woman who. Uh, killed the kids as one of the victims. She's a victim you know what I mean? to them? Well, that just shows you right She's there how, how like off their rockers these people who support this stuff are. I think there's two things here. Number one, there's just people who, who just feel like if they say that, then that supports the whole trans movement. Mm -hmm. um, there's another... I don't really know what to call it. And I'm not even sure how to articulate it, but there's a sense that victims will, they want to show how forgiving they are. So they talk about the perpetrator as one of the victims and oh, say, wow. it's a shame because now I, I remember watching uh, this this little girl that I ended up being related to and didn't even know it and disappeared for a while and then she was found but well her body was found oh and really? then the grandmother of this little girl I'm watching the news and um, this is back when you would actually watch news news at 5 news at 10 you know and the grandmother of this little girl is on the news talking about the fact that this little girl was a victim. Now this guy did something so treacherous. He's going to go to hell. He's a victim. Things like that. <laughs> wow. And I just, man. It's such a, it's a I don't, I don't know how to classify that, but it, it's a, it's a bad way of thinking. Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't let people who uh, hurt other people be just. You forgive the you guy think if he shows remorse, victims. but don't think of him as a victim. Right. They're not victims. Uh, this woman wasn't a victim of anything. She was a. a she killed a people murderer. in a Christian school. She was a murderer. Yeah. Almost a martyr. Um, okay, we're into light, life site news items now. New York judge asked. Uh, okay, remember Red Rose Rescuers? There was a there was a rescue movement, and they're called the Red Rose Rescuers now. The people who were 
arrested during that rescue mission. Mm -hmm. um, apparently, the judge kept trying to get them to give him information about the people who donated to that oh. movement. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I don't. I, I guess he's allowed to do that. Yeah. Oh well. Um, remember that priest or that bishop that was murdered in LA? Yeah. Like a couple months ago. The, the one with the apparently, kind of the weird circumstances and. Yeah. Apparently, his a tabernacle had been stolen from his residence. I don't know why he had a tabernacle in his residence. Mm. But, yeah. Uh, okay, so. We've got this bipartisan bill out there that's supposed to ban TikTok. But how's that going to work? Which sounds like a good idea. I don't know how it's going to work because I don't understand what it, what they mean by banning it. Does that mean I'm not allowed to have it on my phone, or does that mean TikTok is not allowed to uh, yeah, that's, run any servers in that's America? I don't understand. I mean, if you go, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, if you go to TikTok. Um, who's in violation of the of the ban? Is it you or is it yeah. TikTok? But yeah, if it's like okay, or they just can't have either. servers in America. That means people who want to go to TikTok have to use you know access servers, use you know, Russian servers, and there's a little bit of a delay which, or something like that. Which they seem happy to do because I've always done it. Mm -hmm. I, I mean that. Russian. I mean, heck, a, a lot I mean, of the good, the better VPNs are, you know outside of the United States and countries where they won't, uh, you know, turn over files and stuff like that, and users yeah. and whatnot. In the United States, there's a little bit of, um, you know, you, you yeah, don't know they, where you when stand. When you want to get around copyrights, you go to Russia. So, whatever. But I, here's the problem is that LifeSite News is saying that it would empower the federal government to review and ban transactions between Americans and foreign nationals. So again, okay. we've got these words like review and ban. So first of all, they would have to see transactions between Americans and foreign nationals. Well, how would they do that other than uh, either the foreign national or the American would have to have give them access to the phone? Right. But how would the, how would because... the government enforce that? You'd have to read a long time, I think. I think Danny just disappeared. He said, unless, and then he, uh, there he is. Sorry, I had to blow my nose. I didn't think people wanted okay. to see that. Oh, okay. Well, you didn't say that. Yeah, I know. You, said, you didn't say hold on. You said unless, and then disappeared. Oh, I, I thought I said hold on. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so, uh, let's see. Well, the only other How thing they, I could think is if, if the United States is putting up, like, some kind of... Okay. Trump wall, good. FBI wall, bad. I'm thinking the United States is putting up some kind of, like, like server barriers yeah. around internet traffic so that anytime we're communicating with servers in, you know, a foreign country... Right. They are there as kind of a man in the middle... Um, to and and hopefully the 
you know the, the modern uh, encryption me- mechanisms prevent this from being a thing. But my thinking is, if they're sitting there as a man in the middle, and then they're running the encryption on behalf of the foreign server, and then watching everything as it goes through, now yeah. they know. So that that would be the only thing I could think of that could possibly, and there would be. Doing this would be such a big, expensive deal that we would have to know about it. Yeah. Here's the thing. I just... I never liked TikTok. I think TikTok... I think we should find a way to get rid of TikTok altogether. Yeah. But anytime a Democrat... Anytime a bill is bipartisan, I am extremely suspicious. Mm -hmm. When Democrats say they want something... It can't be good. It's, it's a it's bad thing, good. or they want it for nefarious reasons. Period. Yeah. Every time. That's just the way it works. Uh, James O'Keefe is back on the trails. He's uh, investigating the left-wing money laundering scheme. Uh, and this is the first video he's done since he left Project mm-hmm. Veritas. I don't know. Look, I, I think... I remember this whole, you know, well, actually, it says the day after the report was released, Maryland's uh, election director announced her plan to retire from a role she's held for over 25 years. So maybe he did. Maybe it's having an effect. Um, But I watched things like uh, some of these investigations they would do, like when they were investigating Pfizer. Mm Mm-hmm. And they caught a guy saying that, I, I can't remember what the guy claimed. He said something like, they make the viruses harder to kill in order so that they can make more and more vaccines. Something like that. Oh, okay. It was some kind of weird. Okay. Um, but it's not like this guy was someone who actually controls anything in Pfizer. Or even probably even knows what's happening at Pfizer. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. This was just some guy. It's just a guy. And they act like they yeah. got something on Pfizer, mm-hmm. and it's like, give me a break. This is some low-level lackey. So easy this to is just not... ignore. He's just making things up, mm-hmm. and it was. I thought it was obvious he was making things up to try to impress. They they sent a gay guy to try to seduce him, and he was trying to impress this other guy, and these are the things. I see them doing the same thing about uh, Project Veritas right or recently mm-hmm. is going after some of the teachers' places. So they go to these teachers' conventions and talk to all these teachers about how they uh, are sexualizing kids. And while it's relevant to this teacher, it's not necessarily relevant the way they act like it is to the teachers' union. Oh. It's not like these are rules being passed in the union. This is just what some teachers these are These are just doing. some teachers. I, I just are, think they, mm-hmm. they... It looks to me like they take these things out of context. Yeah. And blow them out of proportion. But, oh well. Uh, Dylan Mulvaney's back in the news. Let's see. First, uh, Kate Spade has... Uh, uh, a, a specific Dylan Mulvaney brand now. So this 
See, I don't know. Is this for women's clothing is it, or is this for men's clothing who think they are women? That's what I don't quite get yet. I guess this is for women's clothing. This guy who thinks he's a girl is going to uh, pose and sell women's his outfits, clothing. which brings us back right. to the video that got us thrown off of YouTube. Oh, <laughs> let's face it. Men make better women. So <laughs> yeah. we even job that women can do, men do men it better. Do better anyway. That's all there is to it. I don't know what to tell you, girls. I mean, you've all that fighting you did was for what? We're still taking your jobs. Even the jobs that are supposed to be for women. Except for having babies. Yeah, Just give us a right. little time. We'll learn how to do that too. <laughs> uh Dylan Mulvaney also is gonna have his own uh Bud Light beer thing huh. so there's going to be uh gay beer cans from bud light <clears throat> I, I i guess i think mom will stop drinking what's bud sad Lighter. is that a lot of guys will continue drinking bud light after this that's what's sad but whatever uh so back when pro-lifers were arrested at a, as sidewalk counselors mm -hmm. Uh, this was in North Carolina. Um, that case has come to a head, and they were uh, they were granted the freedom to sidewalk counsel. So, okay. trying to arrest sidewalk counselors is a violation of our freedom of speech. And sidewalk counseling is but, not a violation uh, against the face. Right. Now, this is in Mecklenburg County. Uh, this was a suit against the Mecklenburg County officials mm -hmm. who arrested them. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't. Are they gonna are gonna going carry that upwards since it was a suit against the county and try well, to? It it's it's. I don't know. It does it say which court it was adjudicated in? It doesn't say that. Hold on here. Uh, I don't know. Because it might be, you know, like, let's say it's this, that sta state's Supreme Court. Well, then it, okay. Then everybody knows that in North Carolina, this is the rule in that, that applies. But that might not necessarily apply in other states. So in another state might, yeah, might try the same thing not. again and, until it goes to the Supreme Court or something. Right. We need something like that to go all the way up so that it can be declared as the law, which I don't know why judges are declaring laws, but that's yeah. how it works now. <laughs> um, okay, remember the last couple weeks, we've been talking about this whole uh, retirement age. It went from 61 to 64 mm -hmm. years. Yeah, in Seems like a very small deal to me. Yeah. But they're protesting, and, and not only that, but in the city of Paris, the garbage men have been on strike for a while. Wow. So there's giant piles of garbage everywhere. <laughs> and during these protests, they're setting these piles of on garbage fire. on fire. It's turning into a mess. Um, one of the things is that it's not so much that 61 to 64, four years old there's a number of years that you have to work 
and it puts a lot of people at 61. But a lot of people don't work when they don't start working when they turn 18. Instead, they go to college for four mm -hmm. years. Well, that would make it 65. It used to be 65. Now it's going to be 69. Oh, you know what I okay. Mean? So... And if you take some years off of work, if you don't work for a number of years, let's say you decide to stay home and raise your kids, there's 20 years, you're never going to get to retirement age. See, so, so is, it's is, not is just the so-called retirement age. This is like for their their version of social security, right? Only it's a matter of of how many years, right? They can work. Whereas on our system, it's whatever you know. If I'm understanding this correctly, yeah, because I, I it's very confusing, and I mean this guy's not popular at all. He's very left wing. But he went into this, and even the leftists are fighting this now. Mm. Nobody likes this guy now. And uh, it's weird that something this small is what it took to topple all this and to make everybody go crazy. <laughs> but in Paris, everybody's going nuts. You know, the problem is, uh, is the way they run their... You know, the problem is that they have Social Security. That's our problem, too. That is our so. problem, and we need to find a way out of it but I don't I don't even know I don't even know what to say about all that mm -hmm. I don't expect to be able to receive social security however I didn't think dad would be able to yeah so you know they kick that can forever uh, Oh yeah, that that Trump supporter Douglas Mackey mm -hmm. was convicted of election interference for posting satirical memes. Oh yeah, and then somebody else posted another one, almost identical. Yeah, I, you know the thing is, uh, this has been a long-standing joke in Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. um, Billy Cunningham would say, "All right, today's the day." to go uh, vote. If you're a Democrat, you're gonna to vote tomorrow, not today. If you're a Republican, you're voting today. You know? Yeah. It was a thing that he always did Just, every year. Mm -hmm. And it's a funny joke. And I don't and everybody think gets anyone- everybody gets it as a joke. But apparently somebody took this Mackey thing uh, that said that you could text in your vote mm -hmm. for Hillary Clinton or something like that. Hey, it was stuff like that. Somebody, so that's what he's, it, it, he might end up behind bars for 10 years. So I guess leftists really are as stupid as they sound at every they, level. And they, they are going after it. anyone who, they, I mean, know, I don't know. I could be in jail next year for these stupid videos we make. Yeah, it's well, like, well, I don't know what to say. I, yeah. What are we going to do if, if they started coming after us? This is political crap that I don't care enough to go to jail about. But, on the other hand, I mean, if they've sent us to jail for talking about fags, um, it's not like I would consider myself a martyr, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. If they sent me to jail for going to the TLM, then I'd be a martyr. But for talking about gays, I don't, I don't really... It doesn't seem like that big of a deal to go to jail over. On the other hand, the idea that they're doing it 
kind of calls for some kind of seems like some big yeah, deal. We yeah. should fight this. Yeah. So maybe I will go to jail. Mm-hmm. But now my kids have to support my wife, and you know, I don't know. I don't, I just don't know what to say about it all. It's it's bad. It's real bad. That and 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 the Trump going to jail for getting arrested. He didn't go yeah. to jail. He got in. He went in. He he declared not guilty, and then he left. I, the whole thing was so stupid. They acted like, I mean, I know that New York probably had bars that were having parties because finally Trump's in jail and it's like, give me a break. <laughs> and CNN would play the same five seconds over and over again of him walking across the floor and, mm-hmm. and talking and talking about it. It was, it was insane. Uh, where are we? So Cardinal... Sean Bourne, mm-hmm. and I can't quite figure out where he is, but he's defending his going along with government during the COVID era. I think he's in Austria. Uh, yeah, Austria. Yeah. He's an Austrian prelate, mm-hmm. and he's defending his actions of going along with the uh, COVID laws, which... I, Americans aren't doing this yet because nobody's calling them to task. I guess in Austria, people are finally starting to say, hey, you were a real jerk. You shut down our churches. Then you told us we had to get vaccines, which are killing people. Um, he says the fact that the church supported these measures is something I take for granted because when the government says these are necessary health measures, I can't stand up and say, wait a minute, that's too undifferentiated for me, etc. <laughs> what? I, I, what we're getting here is that some church leaders are starting to uh, make excuses for what they did. Oh, for example, okay. Bishop Schnur in Cincinnati mm-hmm. shut down all the churches. That's pathetic. He shouldn't make excuses. He should that apologize for it. That is the most pathetic it, thing I've ever heard. For it. The government didn't even tell them to. Mm-hmm. They just shut us down. Yeah. Every bishop, I, I, I can't say enough bad things about bishops who did this. Yeah. It's just They, they should be apologizing. Every bishop should have said, do not close your doors. If you get arrested for having mass, we'll have our, our lawyers there as soon as possible. While you're in jail, go ahead and, and evangelize and get as many people to be baptized as you can mm-hmm. while you're in jail. We'll come get you as soon as we can. And all our parishioners, if you guys want to set up a fund yeah, to get to everybody donate. out of jail who's in jail, Support your that's what should have happened. That's how it should have happened. When any, I, I, that's exactly Every diocese what happened. in America should have been like that. Every diocese around the world, actually. Uh, but, these bishops who shut down their churches make me sick. But, you know, Sean Bourne is, is also a big on the gay thing. He, 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 oh, is he? Yeah, he was upset at the okay. Vatican's... Uh, um, instructions not to uh, bless gay couples. Okay, I didn't even know the guy. I just saw it, it was, again. I'm going through LifeSite news articles, and uh, I saw that, and I thought, oh, somebody's starting to make excuses. For, yeah. So I mean, you know, he's a obvious pansy. bad decision. You know, he's an idiot anyway. Yeah. Okay. Uh, OPEC slashed oil production again. I think. Well, OPEC is the Middle East. Yeah, I know, but um, and they do that to drive prices up further. Right. 
I thought Biden had some control there. I don't think so. I, I don't think they give American presidents Unless any this control. is a sign that Biden doesn't have control over. That could be. I guess that's the point of the article. Um, but Biden, aside from OPEC slashing oil production, Biden slashed oil production because we make it here in, in the America, United States. Yeah, he wants us to. to be dependent on other people for oil. He doesn't want America to on be them. independent. And now they are slashing production, mm-hmm. which is going to drive the price up, up even more. Yeah. Well, the whole situation is so crazy. I don't even know what to say about it. And now we've got China and Russia holding hands. It's to drive people into more feeling that that they need to depend on the government to help support them. Yeah. If, if you increase the cost of oil, okay, yeah, I got to pay more at the gas pump, but transportation generally goes up for everything. And so suddenly the cost of all goods goes up. And so the more that happens, the more, the more people, people feel like they can't make ends meet anymore. Wait a minute, we need help from our government. And now the Democrats are there to say, well, then you need to elect us again. You know, it's funny because we were raised in recognizing that. And when my son started working with me a long time ago, he was pretty young. He was just starting to pay attention to politics. Mm -hmm. And of course, I'm driving around. I'm listening to Rush Limbaugh. And Rush Limbaugh talks about the uh, immigration into America, especially the illegal immigration. The purpose of it is to create a permanent lower class Mm -hmm. of people who will be dependent on uh, Democrats. And my son thought that was such an idiotic thing to say. He said, do you guys really think that? And I said, actually, exactly what it is. They're doing it. That's what they do. Uh, and we see now that but it's it, like more openly that's what they're doing and why. Yeah. Not that he denied it for long. It just, mm-hmm. it caught him by surprise because he'd never even heard of doing that. He never even considered maybe that's why some of these things happen. Uh, now, again, yeah, it's so obvious now you can't deny it. But someone who never took time to really think about it, Mm -hmm. they wouldn't see it for what it is well why is this happening wouldn't that make our oil prices go up why would they want our oil prices to go up things like that Um, St. Louis Catholics are trying to take legal action against their archbishop's plan for restructuring of the parishes Mm. Uh, you can take all the action you want I don't think you have a leg to stand on legally it's not Uh, a club Bishop Schnur just did it here in Amer- in Cincinnati, it's a disaster. Mm-hmm. It is sick what he did to the parishes. Um, it is what is it, it is. closing all the small now parishes? Now no one has a... Like consolidating? Uh, yeah. Consolidating, but, but moving them around to where you don't really have a pastor anymore. Oh. You don't have a guy you turn to who said, that's our pastor. Mm-hmm. It's weird now. I don't even know how to explain it. He reorganized a bunch of crap, and it, it was... I, I don't know why I can't 
If you just said, why did he do that? I'd say just because he's a bad guy. <laughs> but I, I don't know that for sure. Yeah. Maybe he thought that was a good idea. I know he's a bad guy because he closed down the churches mm-hmm. during COVID. He's at least I know a that. Guy. He's a coward. Yeah. So, or at least and I know that he, he's not courageous. We wouldn't say that much. He forced a priest to stop saying the TLM when that priest's mass didn't fall and there any of the restrictions spelled out in Traditionis Custodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that he's restricting people from saying mass, um, what do you call it, facing east. Oh, auto anthem? Yeah. So he's restricting that and saying you have to at least turn around once per month, I think. It's a dumb restriction, but um, I, I don't know what to say. I, yeah. He did clean up the seminaries. I, I will admit that. He got most of the gays out of the seminary. But other than that, he's been... Uh, I guess it could have been done worse by someone else. He's better than Pilarchik, okay? Mm-hmm. I'll say that. I still think he's a bad guy. But I think we really need to take steps against these bishops. Not in legal ways. Not by picketing, but by gathering in groups once a month to go down to the cathedrals and pray the rosary. Yeah. Maybe have a sign saying what you're praying mm-hmm. for. Yeah. We need rosary marches around the archdiocese. I'm I was talking about that to one of the kids and they're like, why don't we just go do it? I thought, okay, if we could get thirty people, I think I would try to do it. Mm-hmm. Maybe twenty. I- I think we could get 30 people, though. I think we could get even mostly family members. I think we could do it. Mm -hmm. 30 people on a Saturday afternoon uh, down there, downtown, surrounding the cathedral and praying a rosary. Yeah, just walk quietly, pray the rosary, assign what you're praying for. Three mysteries. Maybe, Maybe even do it. And then immediately after the rosary march... That's when you go to Mass at the cathedral. And everybody goes in for Mass. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. I like that. Huh. I have to think about this. Alright, uh, so anyway, St. Louis, I, I, I don't know. There's a merger of up to 90 of the 178 parishes. Wow. That's a bunch so of people losing their chunk parishes. Of them are just gonna I, can, I can see why they're very yeah, this upset. This is all... They did this in Detroit. I, I understand. I when you don't have parish members, what do you do? You don't have the money to uh, keep the parish going. Yeah, that's that's part of you the You got to do something. But this is all their fault, too. Yeah. The low church attendance is the fault of the bishops. And in, in a whole lot of different ways. First of all, because they're weak... Uh, effeminate and they don't they're, they're not connected to us in any way mm-hmm. uh, everybody knows this but aside from that there's other things like turning the school system over to some kind of I, I, I mean I don't know how they do it in different cities but it's a money making thing for the parishes now or oh, at least right. it was for a while now they're talking about turning it, making the uh, the parish schools more like the high schools that are run by profit centers. Mm. You know, 
Um, I don't. If if they had never taken away the free Catholic education, there would be more Catholics. Yeah, pe- right people now. would still more people would be in the pews. Yeah. I'll tell you what. And when they talk about the fact that there's no black Catholics, which I agree, there's a. It's it doesn't look good for us. They could turn that over in one generation. Just open up free schools in rural areas. Mm-hmm. Within one generation, they're going to have more Catholics. They're not all maybe going to be great Catholics. I don't know. Yeah, they, they don't even have to be but like super spread schools. It's right, just but you get them in the church. Into, this is their comfort zone now. Oh, yeah, we go to Mass. Yeah. Yeah, and, and they wouldn't feel weird about going into a Mass. Mm-hmm. I imagine a lot of black people right now would feel weird walking into a mass. They wouldn't know what to do or how to do it. uh, I would feel weird going into a church in a black area. Um, It would feel weird to me, unless it was a Catholic mass. Mm -hmm. And even if everyone there was black, I would go in and not feel weird about it. But, you know, like a Baptist thing. I think, like, when you walk into those things, you get pointed out, you know? I, mm-hmm. My son told me a story that I didn't know about. Um, when we lived in our old neighborhood, him and this other kid were always doing mischievous things. So on Sunday, they're riding their bikes around, and they were, oh, there's this church down the street from us. And they were just fooling around. They said, hey, let's go in. Let's see what it's like. And they went in. It was in the middle of services. And the lady stops and says, hey, who do we have here? And <laughs> called him oh, up to <laughs> Had to go up, give their names, act like they were there to worship or something. But uh, yeah, if they just give young black education for free, they'll be Catholic. A lot of them will. You just say if you're Catholic, you go to school here for free. Mm-hmm. A bunch of people show up for church. When you say I'm giving away free food, a bunch of people, people show up show for up. free food. Yeah. I, I don't care what, and I'm not talking about black people. I'm just saying people. people. When you mm-hmm. give away something for free, people, people show, up. show up. When you give away a Catholic education for free, people are going to show up. Maybe they don't have the money to do that anymore. But I think, again, that's their fault because they stopped doing it. Yeah. I, I know we lost all the nuns. That's their fault, too. That's Vatican, too. I don't know. That's all the news I got. All right. Well, ending on that sour note, I've got a few stories. Uh, So this is one of those things that made me kind of scratch my head. Um, In in Tokyo, um, I guess there's a couple of guys that do these prank videos. Now, Maybe you can explain this to me. Okay. Okay. The guys posted a video showing one of them eating pickled ginger with his chopsticks directly from a communal container at a famous beef bowl restaurant chain. Um... They showed a video of them themselves taking food 
from a a container with chopsticks at this at this at this restaurant I guess restaurant that was well known um, were they at the restaurant when they were arrested oh okay uh, well I don't know so okay so here's something that you've got to uh, have a little bit of context so okay um, you know uh, over there they use chopsticks instead of forks and stuff now yeah but they don't use chopsticks the way we use forks we use a fork we take the fork we stab our food with it or like scoop it under like like if it's rice or something we'll scoop it under the fork and lift it and bring it to our mouths they don't do yeah. that they will take their plate and lift it up and use the chopsticks and basically bring their plate to their mouth and shovel the food into their mouth Okay. I guess that's what they did with these pickled gingers that are is in what are supposed is supposed to be like a communal container. So it'd be like taking a big soup pot and taking a gulp out of it or something. Something like that, or like, like that. the ladle at least. Like like you go to a and they got you go to a salad bar and you take the ladle and you just sip the ladle out of it. It's that level of thing, and I guess they got arrested for it. Okay. But here's the thing. If you're going to commit some kind of prank like that, mm -hmm. and you're doing it on video so that you can get laughs, um, you would think that you would, like, get in touch with the manager first. Say, hey, I'm going to do because, this. frankly, I don't care if you're doing it for a prank or not. I think, yeah, if you went to the salad Bar and saw and someone started, do that, that'd be a big turnoff. You do it, you know. Geez, what, yeah, what I'd be like, okay, I'm sorry. Here? I don't want to eat that salad. You just ruined a big pot of soup. You're you're going to jail. It, it, this this was you know four hundred dollars worth of soup that I have to throw out now because people saw you with your mouth on it. Now, here's yeah. Here's, they should plan these things out a little bit. Here's the better. part that surprises me. Uh, this is part of a series of pranks that have hit Susie Chain. And they have become known as sushi terrorism. They are the sh sushi terrorists. Now, okay, agreed. Like, okay, you want to make make arrangements if you're going to go do something like that. But would you call yeah. it terrorism? <laughs> you know, I think the word terrorism has become it's it's kind of like um, it's kind of like calling somebody so a racist anymore, right? It means nothing. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't mean anything. It's like, yeah, it's like saying Nazi. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a Nazi, uh, whatever. Because people use Nazi for, oh, yeah, you're you're the food Nazi. Or, yeah. you know, what are you, the grammar Nazi? You know, we just kind of throw that word out there. Yeah. How come I can't? I'm trying to sign in to, here we are. Sign in to what? All right. Nothing. I, I shouldn't have even talked about it. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, I'm signing into the bar, getting ready for... Uh, oh, okay. Our, uh, our, our Bible trivia. Our witchamajigger. And I shouldn't have talked about that. You caught me so, saying words that I thought I was thinking, but I was saying them. <laughs> um, I guess these, these people uh, made a... Uh, I guess the ice cutters, you know, they, they go out in the ice and, and cut chunks of ice and, and bring them in. You know, it's, it's a it's an industry in some parts of the world. Okay. Up in Maine. So, I mean. They cut this they, ice they're circle. They're making. Okay. 
1776 This is a giant feet. disc. Yeah. This is like 30 inches of ice they had to cut through, and that's almost a perfect circle. Look at that. Wow. So what did they do with with the ice? What's the point? Oh, I, I think ice cutters, they like take the ice and they, they haul them into town and, and, and then it can serve as, uh, you know, back in the day it would serve as, as ice that, that you can yeah, use. Yeah, but we have freezers. I, I know, but... We don't need that anymore. Well, it, but you can't make this much and ice if it's icy, in a freezer. It's probably cold outside anyway. Well, you can't make this much ice in a freezer. But I think it'll also serve maybe as water and that kind of stuff. I don't know. I, I don't know oh. what the ice cutting industry today accomplishes, but even with freezers, you can't make this much ice. Maybe not, but isn't it cold outside already? Yeah, but if, if you want ice inside for ice? stuff. I mean, they might so take they might take, take ice blocks. A giant, and you take a giant thing, fill it with water, set it outside in the cold, and guess what? A week later, it's all ice. Yeah, but then somebody has. If it made that much ice yeah, already, but somebody has to crush it up and and that kind of stuff to make it usable. No. so that's the industry is is supplying uh, ice in a usable form. Okay, I see what you mean. I thought I thought you're talking specifically about going to lakes and taking out big chunks of ice, which I just don't see the point of. <laughs> well, I'm sure the industry still does that in, in some cases. Why would they do Especially that? Especially like, I mean, there might be like like industrial uses of ice that you don't need it to be potable. So just go carve it out of lakes huh? and bring it in. I, like if you don't need it to be drinkable, I I don't believe that there's an industry that does that. Uh, I don't. Ice There's cutting no used to be a big industry. I, I I know that. I don't know whether whether it okay. is still or Maybe. not. But these guys cut ice discs 1,776 feet long. Uh, it's the world's largest ice carousel, I guess. Uh, I, maybe it was part of okay, the April Fool's they... thing because it happened on April 1st. Kind of like a, you know, yeah. just kind of a fun thing. But I think it's kind of interesting that they picked 1776 because that's the year of the founding of our country. Yeah. where This was in... Uh... Maine. Maine. The Northern Maine okay. Ice Busters. That's, that's, I guess, the name of a group. Did they try to, like, after they cut it, did they try to do anything with it? Uh, no, it just started moving slowly in a circle. It's a laborious but fun way to provide entertainment during the long, cold winter. And it's, uh, I guess there's a rivalry between Finland, Minnesota, and Maine. The World Ice Carousel Association. So this is a thing. Making ice carousels is a I thing. I guess that's that's where it. they maybe, make big things of ice. Maybe if because you know, in these big lakes, maybe there's currents of water. If you make the ice disc big enough, that one end like goes in a certain direction and it makes it turn because of, of currents yeah, so under water. Um, oh, okay, so yeah, it would look, uh, ice carousels spin the world. I'm looking for... Other ice carousels? Can't they show us some pictures? I, I want to see a picture, oh, you know? I want to see a video They're of it. They're not showing me any pictures. Yeah, there's a, that looks like the one we just, no, that's not the same one. But see, okay, see, see that? There's a smaller one. 
so that they can show you what it looks like once you start doing it. Oh. Oh, wait a minute. Here's a video. Yeah, let's watch the video. Oh, music. Are they going to show it spinning? That's I don't want to see. see all that. They're using chainsaws to cut through it. Yeah. I've seen them do that. Okay, so there's that giant ice circle. And then what? I want to see it turning. But what's the point of it? It's just there. It's just a fun thing. This is crazy. Oh, okay, see they've got the two bars there. Oh, okay. You can Watch see this. it turning. You can yeah. see it all right. There it is. <laughs> so it just turns. It turns so slowly. Yeah. I see. Okay. Well, that's pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. <laughs> trying to get out of there. There we go. All right. And I think I have one more story. Oh, yeah. So <clears throat> back to pranks because we started with a prank. Okay. So I guess the, uh, in Arizona, uh, a Dairy Queen had a big red spoon that was outside its restaurant uh, stolen. This spoon is what, like 12 feet, yeah. 15 foot long spoon. Um, and I guess somebody found it while they were out playing Pokemon Go. Found it. Oh, someone found it when they were and reported it when they were playing Pokemon Go. Yeah. They didn't. That was where the original spoon was. It was. It was kind of outside the building. Right. And somebody, somebody stole it. Looks it like in a and Pokemon Go like a park or players like a baseball field almost found it. Yeah. People steal that kind of stuff all the time. I mean, I know that Big Boy's been stolen a couple times in different states. Oh, uh huh. Um, Shivia. Shiviet uh, had a, a manger scene, and I remember one year the camel was stolen. I can't remember where it turned up. What was stolen? Or if it turned up at all. The camel. It was a big manger scene, and you got the wise Oh, the okay, okay. And the camel was stolen. Hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of other big things that were stolen. Well, we saw that lady trying to steal a lawnmower and then tried to escape on the lawnmower. <laughs> to escape on it, the cop could just kind of walk That's alongside her. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> like, I'll just, I'll tell you what, lady, I'll just walk along you until you run out of gas and then uh, I'll arrest you. I'll be writing my ticket here. <laughs> things people do when they're on drugs. Yeah. And the things people find when they're playing Pokemon Go. Yep. I don't understand Pokemon Go because I remember when it first came out, my sons would do it. Sometimes they would be like, oh, we're going to go walk around, play Pokemon Go. All right. Did whatever. they ever show you what it's and then, like? What, what no, it is? And then sometimes they would they would get in their car and go places and do so it. And it's like, what, are you kidding me? What, what it is, it's like you take your phone, okay, and you've got the camera on, and your phone is showing yeah. you exactly what there is. Okay. Yeah. As you look around and your phone showing you, but you get over here and it's showing you exactly what's there, except 
there's a Pokemon. There's a Pokemon in your in your phone, and so you try to capture it so somehow just or something like that. Go around capturing. You go around capturing pretend Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. Is, is the plural Pokemon Pokemon? I don't know. I think it's Pokemon. Or maybe it is. My kids all plural. make fun of me because I say Pokemon, so I'm not going to stop. Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> so they watch. I don't know. They all play Pokemon Go, but sometimes they don't even leave the living room. That's what I don't understand. Because for a long time they would go out and play mm -hmm. it. Now sometimes they're sitting there. I'm like, what are you doing? Playing Pokemon Go? It's like what? What? Well, you're not going anywhere. Yeah, you're not going. What? What happened to the Go? Because <laughs> I think yeah. it was like originally a, a game that was kind of uh, envisioned as getting people outside more. Right, which he did, and it did for a while. Buddy would go, and he would meet he would meet other Pokemon goers. Mm -hmm. Well, then the uh, the uh, the COVID stupidity happened, and maybe yeah. they they said, "Oh gosh, we can't have people going outside," and so they. I'll tell you what. See, that's the kind it. of AI that that's going to happen and that people should not be afraid of is the augmentation of, of what we already have, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It's going to augment what we have, augmented reality and stuff like that. Where I think my doctor had this pair of glasses. It looked funny. And I didn't know if he had trouble seeing mm -hmm. or what. I said, what, what is it with those glasses? He said, oh, he said, you can't see it. I, I'm reading a screen right oh. now. I'm like, oh, okay. okay. He said, and it's voice activated. I can press a button and tell it what to do, and then I, I can pull your records up and I can read them as as we're, we're okay. Things like that. That yeah, there's nothing to be afraid of. It's just, it's just makes help. things easier. And now, but you still need people. If, if, so, if you're getting to the point where you're like walking around and viewing the whole world through some kind of modified augment, you know, where it's like. Yeah. So that it's only presenting you with with, uh, I I can see leftists doing this. It's like I don't want to see anything yeah. that disturbs yeah. my worldview. I don't want to see anything that challenges me. So I need these special right. goggles that'll make like conservatives will just not be there. Yeah. Or, or yeah. This guy's pro life, oh. and, and and I can walk, and he doesn't see me because I'm not there now. But this the other part is also that if you have people who mistake online relationships for real mm -hmm. relationships which i know it can get a little bit blurry because i mean i'll hear my kids talking and they're talking the same way they would talk as if they were in a room with, with a group of friends mm -hmm. yeah i mean there's one kid talking he's saying the same kinds of things you would hear him say to a group of people yeah. but there's no one there Oh, oh, I'm talking to my friends. Mm -hmm. And it's the same kind of chatter I hear friends say. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know what to say about that. But now you, then you got, uh, you know, when they, when they start to get older, oh, I'm dating this girl from Finland. You're not dating a girl from Finland. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're, you're talking to her online. It's not dating. Uh, not the same thing. It's, you know, I, I hate to be crude, but let me know when you score with this girl from Finland. Let me know when it's you like, get the first base. <laughs> yeah. 
just get a kiss from her. Um, if some of these people are missing out on the physical nature of mm -hmm. romantic relationships. Yeah, I mean, even like holding I hands. I can and, only and feel very sorry for Walking them, in a park you know? and stuff like that. that yeah. That, yeah. So I, I think we do have to fight that mm -hmm. a little bit. Oh. All right. Well, that's all the news I have. So it's right. time for Bible trivia. Let me know when you're... I forgot uh, to put a marker. I'm ready. Okay, you're ready. I guess I can share. I'll share okay, it. Okay, I'm going to roll the die. Boom. Comes up with five, which is numbers. And the question is, how many days was Jesus on earth following his resurrection? Oh, I know that one. I thought, uh, I thought it differed depending on, I don't know. I mean, was it, was it three days? No, it was uh, like 40. I have no idea. I have no idea. <coughs> yeah, 40 days. Uh, visited disciples a couple times, visited the apostles a couple times. Yeah, but he okay. spent some time preparing them for the coming of the Holy Spirit, which was going to happen. That's why that's why Pentecost happens 50 days after Easter. Well, the not, okay. not the resurrection yeah. is 40 days after Easter. That's Holy right. Thursday and then the Pentecost is like um what is it? Two Sundays after the the ascent, not not resurrection. The ascension. Yeah. The ascension is like forty days after so Easter, and then comes the Pentecost. Question is, after actually Jesus hasn't even risen yet. He's just died, mm -hmm. and there's a bunch of people who used to be dead that are now walking around. Right, because it was Jesus's death that purchased life for everybody, not his resurrection. Right. I've I've heard so, you know supposed. Um, you know, knowledgeable Catholics first on radios all, get that wrong, like on radio shows. First of all, weren't people alarmed by this? I think a lot of people were. That's why it's recorded. It was I remarkable. Think so. so, and then the other thing is, like, they talk about them as if, like, the ancient prophets we're up walking around. I but didn't how would you pick know? up that. Unless this is a person that you saw. No, I knew. thought I thought it was like people's people's recently deceased relatives, or maybe even maybe long deceased relatives. Was. But but like people that people of that time knew got up and maybe I'm getting it confused with the Transfiguration because here's oh, Moses, Moses and, and Elijah, and it's like they just describe me as Moses, but. There's no introduction. He was like, oh, here's Moses. Yeah. Moses, meet Peter. And Peter's like, whoa, Moses. For some reason, he, he knew, knew that that was. was Moses and wanted to make. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got it wrong because I didn't know. And you knew I didn't. But if you'd Bar thought about me. it, you'd have thought, oh, the resurrection always 40 days after Easter. I probably wouldn't know. Oh. I just didn't know. I, I never thought about even counting them. I just, he rose, he walked around for a while, and then he left. Yeah. Okay, that's what happened. And then the Holy Spirit came 10 days later. All right. Well, so, folks, 
That's what we got. Think about what we said, and as always, go roll, everybody, and circle those beads.